Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Meltdown presents The Disney Click with Rick and Briars. This podcast is sponsored by Meltdown Comics and Collectibles in Hollywood, California. Find Meltdown on MeltComics.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Disney Click. I'm Rick. And I'm Briars. We're so glad you joined us this week on this week's episode. We've got a few fun things to talk about. They're always fun, but but these are sort of maybe extra fun, extra fun, and a little more controversial. And this mm. is kind of our our changes episode. I, I, I like to call it our changes episode because mm. the first thing we're talking about on the Disney list is uh, top five controversial changes uh, through the Disney. Um, Disney parks in stuff. the U.S. Yeah, in the mm-hmm. U.S. The U.S. parks, and um, we feel that uh, have had sort of a, a ripple effect through the community. People have had a problem or an issue with it, and uh, we thought it would be a fun list to do. So yeah. we'll get into that. We also have um, what we call uh, Disney defensive things that people say to us or that we hear that Briars and I cringe a little bit about. Uh, or or want to want to step up on our soapbox and defend a little bit more. Yeah, that's right? that sounds good. Yeah. I'm, as I'm hearing what what's in this episode, I'm like, this is right up Rick's alley. All of this just uh, she's, is really she's, fun for him. It's her way of His saying these are negative can things. Come out. Exactly. Yeah. These are not negative things. These are well, things that these are realistic bit, things. They're a little bit on the you know on the defensive on the controversial Maybe. side. And but, that, but the world is not always a fairy tale, and even I'm within not saying it is. the I'm Disney verse, this this episode is kind of like Christmas morning for you a little bit. <laughs> and then the and the and the final segment. The final segment is is going to be a little a short little quiz on Toy Story for Briars. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stump her on a few Easter eggy kind of things in the Toy Story movies, and which is I'm the, a little nervous. Yeah, she, I was not able to to study as much as I would right, have well, liked, like. Just like high school, I couldn't stay. You shouldn't late study studying. too much, though, right? You're, yeah, you don't want to overstudy. Toy Story is your is your thing. Yes, right. There's and, some knowledge in there. Yeah, okay. but I don't she's, have great recall. She's here comes the excuses. She's, no, she's not looking excuses. At me with, she's fearful. I'm no. I'm being very honest. Viewers at home don't expect a lot. Uh, viewers yeah. for it'll for be our, fun. Viewers and by for viewers, our... I mean listeners. <laughs> People Someday. staring at their phone, viewing their phone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You see our faces on our logo, you know, viewers of the logo. <laughs> our cartoon versions right. of ourselves. Okay. So one happy, one sad. Why don't we get into this thing we call uh, the Disney list? And now, the, the Disney, Disney list. list. All right. We're going to start off with the top five Disney list. This is controversies, changes from the U.S. Disney parks. And, uh, you know, we once again we have not talked about any of this ahead of time. Never. We were talking a little bit before we started recording, and and we're thinking that we might have some crossover here because I don't know if there's obvious ones or things that just feel like they popped out at both of us. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, I, hopefully we don't have all the same five because we like to mix it up a little bit. I think there's one that 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 Briars is not going to have on our list. I'm pretty hmm. sure she won't have it on our list. Interesting. And she'll see why. But will you kick us off on number five? Sure, yes. And I just want to say, my in choosing the quote-unquote most controversial changes to the parks, I chose things that maybe I didn't necessarily think I agreed that I was up in arms about it, but I had just an opinion or I felt intrigued by that or interested in it and felt like it was worth addressing. Yeah, I so think we have, we have a, we have a feeling on it. It's more interest in that controversy. So, so to be clear, it's not necessarily things we agree with 100%, but it mm-hmm. does bring up feelings within us. There's an understanding. There's a, there's a, a viewpoint on these mm-hmm. issues. Yes, okay. like some things we might have actually liked the change or not. Right, well, right. So we'll, okay. let, we'll let you know. Right. I think we'll, we tend to share our opinions. Oh, uh, we always do. Okay, so my number five is the removal of the sorcerer's hat in Disney's Hollywood Studios, formerly known as MGM Studios. And I chose this mainly because I'm just very invested in that park, if you've listened to any of our previous episodes. More so than a lot of people probably yeah, are. Yeah, so I, I speak for the park. It's like the Lorax. I speak for the trees. Um, yeah, so I just I feel I felt really interested in this because it was the icon or the I guess, yeah, the icon for the uh, park since 2001 when it was built. When it was built, it was controversial because it blocked a very famous, wonderful ride, the uh, Chinese theater ride. And, the great, great movie yeah, ride. Yeah, the great movie ride inside the Chinese theater. And uh, so I, and, and before that, I will say it was, um, the park opened in 1989, and the icon before that was the Earful Tower, which was a water tower with ears, which I, I felt connected to that. I don't know why they had to do away with that. Um, it's still there, isn't it? The, ta- the water tower with the ears? Some reason I feel like it isn't. I feel like it is still there. Boy, it's you can tell that that Disney World is not our home park, but I'm I know, I thought, I know. I'm pretty sure it's, it's so there. Long. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, I'm sure you, yeah. the listener, will will let like us know pretty taken, quickly. Yeah, people will have opinions and feel like we're very uninformed. But I know that with taking away the uh, taking away the um, ears, the ear, or the uh, sorry, the sorcerer's hat. Taking that away, um, I will say that they they changed the icon of the park to Hollywood, the Hollywood Tower Terror, in the, like in the interim period, right. is what they're doing. So, so they didn't go back to the Earful Tower. Right. I think it's, I think it was taken down for okay. for, for water reasons. I'm not I'm not claiming. 100%. I don't know. Yeah, I should have I should have looked into that controversy wise. It's something we take for granted. Probably it's it's there. Um, it's there or not there. It's kind of, I it think we just kind of accept charming it. and like, well, and all me, movie studio lots have one. It went with the theme. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this, uh, and maybe you're going to get to this, but were you upset when they took the Mickey Sorcerer hat down or were you happy? I, I uh, was leaned more, I wasn't like over the moon, like, yes, burn the hat. But um, I was not fully up in arms. And I, I think I see it as, I see it as like a, a new the new hope to quote Star Wars. Right. Um, unexpectedly, from me, a 2.5. Was that my rating? I think you were a 4 or oh, a 5 on Star Wars. Well, that's sweet of you. That might be generous. But, yeah, that's yeah. a little generous. Uh, yeah, so I, I was excited. I see it as a new, a chance for a revival of the park, and I'm right. kind of excited to see what they do next. I just do hope that because Star Wars um, will be in there, some more Star Wars attractions, I hope they don't make it like a Star Wars uh, icon. 
Right. I, I want it to stay in the movie. Yeah, movie I mean, realm. I, I think it will. I I thought it was great when they took it down. I, I always thought it felt like they just slapped it in there. Mm-hmm. Yes. It just didn't fit mm-hmm. there. It blocked the the China the Grumman's Chinese it theater. Cheap. It just it didn't, didn't look right. It didn't look so. like they'd put effort. Maybe if they'd made it like a more impressive structure that people wanted to go Maybe. and admire. Because it, look, it it's permanent. from Fantasia. It has a neat you know story behind it. It has it had good intentions. I think they just. It was not executed well. Yeah. It just yeah. kind of felt like aliens or the crane, the claw just came and plopped it down in the middle and just went away and said, okay, we're going to leave this mm-hmm. here for a long time. It's a Toy Story reference? That was a Toy well Story done. reference. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I think that a lot of people in the in the Disney fan community probably support it being taken down. I could be overall, reading this wrong, Overall, I think but, people were, yeah. yeah. But yeah. there were some people, I'm sure there are people out there that were like, the heck? Mm, yeah. I think more like maybe people born around 2001 and that's all they've known. Whereas we knew a previous icon and so we weren't that attached to it. Right, right. So your so, number five. Well, okay, my number five. Let me say before, there was an honorable mention that I wanted to say that just missed my list. Uh, a lot of the major Disneyland enthusiasts, uh, historians, which, which we are not, but... Um, the uh, Court of Angels, it's a courtyard in New Orleans Square uh, by Pirates of the Caribbean, and I think it leads up to or close to by Club 33, was taken away uh, a couple years back. Do and you know what it, what it looked like? What's yeah, it, it, was, like, it, was a, it, was a, it was just a courtyard kind of in an archway uh, in the back. It now has a stained glass thing there, but you just go back, and it's just a peaceful, quiet courtyard area surrounded by walls with a, uh, a not a spiral staircase i don't know what it's called it's sort of a old mansiony curved staircase that goes up to the second floor in in new orleans square and they took it away because they had they used it for a club 33 the exclusive club at disneyland mm-hmm. an expansion and a lot of people really appreciate that as a quiet corner of the park was there like a bench you could sit on or something i, I mean a way you could believe there was rest I, there. I, I, believe, I mean you could sit on the steps if they weren't if they weren't roped off they might have been roped off but it right. was a nice quiet area and I, I believe there was some seating right around there uh yeah. i could be i didn't like spend, a bummer i didn't spend a lot of time in there it, it's why it's not on my list because to me i thought it was pretty and nice uh I, it's me sort of going to the online community disney community of people who really have a feelings towards towards that you know that area in in New Orleans Square. Do you know what year this occurred, the removal? Uh, I believe it was 2012 or 13. Oh, so pretty recently. Yeah, wow. I, I can't, I can't remember, recall that. I want to say maybe 2013 wow. it was, but it could be even as recent as 2014. It, it's recent. It's very okay. recent. Yeah. And it was a big deal to a lot of people. To me, look, I, I like those little touches. It's very important to what makes Disneyland and even Disney World mm-hmm. um, special. But. So. That was but your number six. Well, it was, a, it was an honorable mention. My number okay. five, my number five, uh, sorry, Briars, you, you're not going to like this one. Uh, Starbucks, oh, no. Starbucks oh. coming into uh, <laughs> I coming thought about putting Street. it on there just to defend it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's the most terrible thing in the world. However, uh, there is sort of a tradition of, there's a tradition of sponsorship throughout the park, okay? Mm, and even absolutely. Coca-Cola Kodak. Corner, Coca-Cola Corner, in Disneyland is there, and that has a big Coca-Cola thing on it, and Kodak, as you said, and they, they have they have these things. But the idea that it doesn't—they've blended it in and doesn't say Starbucks in big in big big letters, but you know it's a Starbucks, and it's right in the middle of Main Street USA, and a little bit what Walt Disney was kind of building and rallying against, or wouldn't have liked, is the the homogenization of of America, of Main Street, of all these stores that we have everywhere coming to here, and now Disneyland. 
and and I believe Disney World, it's happening as well. It's it's a, like a lot of what America is. It's not a huge deal. They did a very good job blending it in, but it doesn't change the fact that it's it's there, and that's controversial when you talk about the history mm-hmm. of the parks. Yeah, my defense is that it's so well hidden. I mean, if you took someone and with a, gave them no map and said, find the Starbucks, they'd have a time of it. And so that you have to give a lot of credit for that. And and even going inside, once you are in the Starbucks, it doesn't look like a Starbucks. You can just order Starbucks beverages. But they also carry, I think, some of the original food items that right. you could have gotten there. And for people, I I don't know if, I don't know if there's anywhere else that you can get such a variety of drinks, like all those, you know, what Starbucks offers, all the frappuccinos and everything in such detail. Where else could you go? There was never like a full-on coffee shop like that yeah, that had but everything and teas and... I, I don't think there's any argument that the coffee... I mean, some people don't like Starbucks, but I don't think there's any argument that the coffee is better than what was there before, but they it did... It was just coffee, though. I think yeah, you're it, right. It offers such a variety now. You're right, but you're in you're in Disneyland. You can, I guess they are into offering variety and that's that's not a bad thing but there's something about being in that bubble and but saying okay so i don't hidden. need my latte and my ice blended and my iced yeah. tea and this I, I i'm not saying that this is what everybody should feel i find it very feel. convenient no, I, yeah i know i know you love and it and the cups are so charming if you if anyone's seen them uh it says like starbucks on one side and then the other side right. has this cool like sprinkling of famous Disney characters, oh, I, like tiny little... I, I don't know. I just I like find that. they did it in such I, a charming way, yeah, and they didn't. I, you don't feel like you're like Starbucks and it's in your face, and it is interesting to look around and see how many people are carrying a Starbucks right. cup. So as much as maybe people did boycott it or have issue with it, it's doing fine. Well, but it's... I mean, you have a captive audience. And people like their Starbucks anyway, so this right. is not... But you do have a captive audience. It's right there. It's coffee so place accessible. to get. And But they did they close down... Nice I understand. Park. They closed down... Uh, Diziana and the uh, the market the market house restaurant to to make this so mm-hmm. people might have might have had an attachment to those places I, I don't know I don't know it's, it's it's a little slowly but surely and I don't want to sound like an old fuddy duddy here but you know there's there's a corporate more of a co- corporate culture than Dis- already Disney already is kind of coming into the park and while I'm more than okay with change there is a part of me that that mourns a little bit with each passing big change that takes some of the uniqueness away from what Disneyland and even Disney World is. Yeah, and not and not to sound hypocritical because I I take that same side. I I want to keep it, you know, as as much the same as possible. I right. think some things like this letting this company come in that's going to offer such a great variety, but I don't know. I yeah, in long term, I think they need to be very, and it, it seems like they made this decision and and really did all they could to protect the integrity yes. of the park and the and the look of it and the feel. They that did it's a good job. Street, they so. did they did a good job, so I can't complain too much about that. Number four, Briars. My number four is the construction of Avatar Land in Animal Kingdom. Uh, mainly, I was just interested. Um, because I, I take the side again. I think this was why I struggled coming up with these controversies because a lot of them I was like, oh, I'm excited about that. Or like, you know, the Starbucks. Um, I'm very excited about Avatar Land. But uh, the online community is, I think, torn, you could say. or I don't or think they sure. hate it, but they're just unsure. Yeah, yeah. I think people are unsure. Um, it did replace Camp Mini Mickey. So f- for people that had an attachment to that. But it, it's going to offer two new rides, a restaurant... And more that is has not been revealed. Um, but the main controversy controversy was that um, the movie 
is about made up creatures and it's being put in a park devoted to live animals. And so people think that maybe it didn't fit the theme of Animal Kingdom. I think it does mainly because the theme of the Avatar film is preservation of Mother Nature and taking care of our natural resources. And that's what Animal Kingdom is all about. It's looking at animals and nature and, and showing respect to them. So right. I think I think it's a great fit and it would look weird or feel weird in any, any other park. Yeah. Yeah, I, I it is controversial in in one hand because the 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 IP is I think a lot of people don't have an attachment to it and they're like, "Yeah, Disney, mm-hmm. this is the best you can you came up with or could grab. It's not a Star Wars, it's not a, a Marvel or or what whatever is it's but people it just don't. But there isn't it. There's got to be some attachment. I mean, it, it was the highest grossing film I, at the time. I think p- things, tenfold. It did so well. This might be a. This is probably a different argument for a different day. But just because something does that well doesn't mean that it's going to stay with us for a long time. I know they're doing sequels, but I don't know. I Home Alone at one point was it was a big. No, yeah, but I, I remember as it was coming out, the attachment people felt and wanting to be a part of wanting to be in that that world right. and be one of the the people and be able to have their animals that they could like connect yeah. their their hair to and stuff. Right. Uh, people were people were literally forming communities and trying to recreate the right. bo- like, there was a strong okay. it, it was Maybe that wasn't my reality because I I didn't hear of any, or see yeah. any of that at I all. Remember and reading anybody I talked like, to whoa, people were interesting. really invested. And I don't yeah. know if that's that could be a very niche community. I, I'm trying to think of something more recent that that has that I mean Avatar is a brand new property it's not hasn't been around so it's perhaps unfair for me to point out like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or any of the DC or Marvel stuff or you know and any of that or Harry Potter that that's that's a little bit unfair I guess but those have big huge cult followings I don't feel Avatar has that they might has a might have a cult following following that I don't know about but I just feel like that. so. Well, it, this could it, be good. Know. Maybe it will offset the Star Wars crowds. Maybe just like your dream. Maybe meant to be. <laughs> I, I, think it, I think it's going to be very popular as anything new. Yeah. Built. So I, but I, I don't hope think that, that means years from now we look back and we're like, oh, we were so scared about right. that land and it fit in so perfectly right. and the rides are right. state of the art and incredible. Right. That's they're they're going to do. They're going to do a good job. It's a matter of it's how Disney. good and how Come much. People, yeah. People are going to go there. They build it. People are going to go there. So if you build it, they uh, will I was come. trying to avoid that and leave <laughs> it to Briars. To I know. You served it to me I on know, a, as on I a said, silver I said, baseball oh, platter. Gosh, don't say this. And I said it, and then Briars just took the ball well, and ran can, with it. You can do your number four. Well, to, number to four. Get away from let it. me let me add that that speaking of Star Wars Land, something that inspired this discussion was the changes that are that have been uh, coming to Disneyland with the Rivers of America being shaved off by twenty five percent and being shut down recently for Star Wars Land. The rerouting, supposedly the the train, the Disneyland Railroad, and the the river around, and that that to me is what inspired this this whole idea of change. So, um, yeah. So anyway, number four. I hope I didn't just take something on your list. So, okay. No, no, okay. no, no. Okay. You're good. Okay. Number four uh, is. Sorry, I wish I ha- I wish I was more invested in Four Rivers of America. Yeah. but they didn't well, make I think my that's list. Not understandable. R.I.P. It didn't make my list as well. <laughs> no, I mean, I think clearly, it's. An, I think it's an okay change. I don't think it's a it's big a deal. It's a small sacrifice for a bigger. <laughs> I guess I I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I think but that's a lot of people have an it. attachment to it. Yeah, yeah. And the train, the train yep. being changed, but. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Number four is alcohol in Disney World. It's coming. Be Our Guest Restaurant, when it opened in uh, 2012, I believe, uh, they made a decision to the, in the Magic Kingdom to have alcohol at that restaurant. And it's a big thing that Walt Disney has always said he wanted to be a family park and not have that, that element uh, into the park. But sure enough, they, you know, 
sales in a French place with French wine and, and beer was too great for them to resist. Um, that was a controversy for some people. I think overall people are okay with it. But uh, I'm also curious if the cantina in the new Star Wars land in Disneyland is mm. going to have alcohol. I tend to think it won't, but it could. Nothing surprising. Disneyland, as of now, is still alcohol-free. Yeah. Outside of Club 33. Right, which is so, yeah, so minute. Yeah. Correct. So that's uh, that was a big yeah. deal when, when alcohol well, came so into Magic Kingdom. So what are your opinions on that? Um, I think it's okay. I think if you don't create an... I think the one danger park of that might be uh, Epcot and its World Showcase. There's, They've always had that. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's some some inspiration for people to go drinking around the world. And that mm. you can sometimes see, you know, drunk people stumbling around. And not, not a big deal. I don't think there's any danger of this happening with... Be our guest restaurant and Disneyland. I really think it's it's okay. I, I I think there's a place, a time and place for everything. I don't think that Disneyland or Disney Magic Kingdom Park are uh, a bubble unto itself where there shouldn't be any alcohol. I just think it's, it's not a place where people should be encouraged to do heavy drinking. And none of these, I think, encourage that heavy drinking. So I'm I'm fine with it. And I think it's it's probably about time. I guess I was I did not know about. Be our guest restaurant because I thought that uh, Magic Kingdom was still protected or under that same um, no alcohol bubble like Disneyland is. I'm going to go back to my college psychology and say use the foot in the door phenomenon or theory, which Rick Rick is familiar with. Maybe I, well, I mean I, <laughs> I understand where you're going with it. I don't know if I've heard of that theory, but I understand what okay, you're saying. So foot in the door phenomenon yep. is that. Once you once you try a little or you, you, you give a little in one area, it just opens it up to more happening. Right. So I, I'm i not crazy about it being in uh, in the park at all. I, I like that they had an entire park, like no alcohol policy, and then let the other parks be the drinking parks and then a little more, you know, for, for a little more like adult but do you think, entertainment do you at night. Do you think that one, one restaurant in the back corner, that's a very hard restaurant to get into, people are lining up and they're going to drink themselves silly? I mean, you just there. There are some people that just it's it's so easy to say like, oh, everyone will keep it together. But you have people that you know can't. Right. That no matter any opportunity they're given to drink, and they take it too far, and then they act out. And it is a place for children, and especially especially Magic Kingdom and Disneyland. You can't take the alcohol outside of the restaurant walls. You, I don't know if you. Okay. I didn't, I didn't mention so that's, that. So there is so some protection help. there yeah. still. Yeah. I think Whereas, it's like so in, small. At all the other ones, you can walk around with right. it. And um, the Disney security is going to be so on somebody who's being unruly or, right, or inappropriate right. that yeah. I just, I, I think or they can Or threatens to, what was, <laughs> even makes a threat that oh, they're right. building a meth, meth lab. lab. You're I, out. I don't, he wasn't drunk, but. Yeah, I mean, I feel at the end of the day, it's still Disney is Disney yeah. and it's safe fair and it's good for the kids. But it just, it's like, you know, we say this now, it's 2015, what's, what's next? Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see that, but so I. it's just more, it's more of a like, it's like, be, be a tough parent. Like if, if you're going to make a rule, stick, stick to it. Stick to it. But that's just my right. mentality. Yeah, on I could go either. Way. I could really go either way. It, it doesn't. I know it. It was such a long-standing big deal within, and that maybe people weren't didn't realize it, but it was just it was a big deal. And then yeah. just like that, they it changed for one yeah. restaurant. So I, I really, either way, it, I'm okay with it. If mm-hmm. they decide to take it out, I have no problem. If they, I don't want to see beer stands all over the park. That no, that I, no, I would have no, an issue no. with. Yeah, for sure. But, okay. okay. So you're number three. My number three, uh, I was just really interested um, to learn that this was so controversial, was the opening of Animal Kingdom. Um, I don't know if you knew about this, but there were um, 
a lot of riots with animal rights groups for welfare of the animals. And some animals uh, did die from from moving um, to new climates or from somewhere like hit by vehicles. So it was a very touchy time. And um, on opening day, there were protesters and they had to have officers there for for um, protection. There were no arrests. So this was back in 1998. And um, so it's just interesting that pe- some people didn't. And maybe this was just such a small niche thing. Um, but I was... I was taken back, taken aback. Yeah, I, I love Animal Kingdom, and I think it it fits in well as a park. And I it, think anytime you create a new zoo type environment, mm-hmm. it's not a zoo, and not a zoo. The old, the old, yeah. Uh, or deal with animals. I think you're going to have, uh, I don't know, if I call it a vocal minority, but but a certain part of the population that's going to be very, very careful, animal rights and what have you. Understandably so. Yeah, no, I, I think it's great that people are caring Correct. and being vocal so, and looking out for the animals. Right, so when you have Disney, the big bad Disney and mm-hmm. dealing with animals, it's all, they they might think it's all about the dollar and they're not going to, they might do this right, but by any means necessary to make the money. And I think that mm-hmm. creates natural controversy. Right, for uh, sure. And I'm guessing that Disney does a real good job of treating... I don't know for a fact, Yeah, that's but, what... I, the thing is, we don't know what they're doing, but right. we can only hope that they're... The integrity that they try to show in other facets of the parks and their movies, that they show that with the animals yeah. and take care with them. Yes. Versus maybe their neighbor right. down the street. <laughs> I, won't, yeah, not. I won't go there. <laughs> I kind of did, but you, yeah. You so. and the negative. You're always so negative yeah, all the time. Yeah, I know. It must just, oh gosh, must just ooze it. off you and right. hit me. So that, but that's a good one. That, yeah. that is a good one. That's one I did not have on my list. Um, my number, number two, or, three. No, your number three. Number yeah. three. Getting ahead of myself. This is a good one. Number three is what I call the frozenification of the parks. Um, I classify this as the Maelstrom in, in Epcot, Norway being turned into a frozen ride. I also call this uh, point two, uh, the Aladdin show in Disney's California Adventure being turned into a frozen show musical. We, we've talked about this in the past. It's not a huge deal. People like they're frozen. It's not taking over the parks as much as we perceive it to be taking over the parks. But you have a couple um, things that I think maybe was time for a change, but we don't necessarily need more frozen we'd like to see something different i think people i think a lot of people apparently not not many people because there's a demand for it but a lot of people just don't want to see more anna and elsa and olaf and, and all that anna sort of thing. anna and, and elsa. elsa sorry anna and elsa <laughs> no, I just yeah know that like, children yeah, everywhere yeah. would be up in anna, arms anna and elsa and um i just it, it, enough's enough sometimes i mean there's other things out there and i get it i get it from a business standpoint i really do but people um, I, I think we've had we can put the brakes on for a little bit on the on the frozen stuff, and I think a lot of people would agree with me. Mm-hmm. Well, full disclosure, um, frozen is taking over our lists as well because that's my number two as well, but more more focused on just the the ride um, in Norway in yes Epcom. replacing um, the Maelstrom. Maelstrom Maelstrom. Mael- I always feel like Maelstrom. I'm saying it wrong. Yeah, um, and yeah, so I I was just also really intrigued by that and because a lot of people that's an, a, an older ride that people feel a lot of attachment to and nostalgia for um i guess my my take on it is if if that's the most if they're they're gonna inevitably do a frozen ride or attraction it's too popular not to exactly so if that's where they're gonna do if that's how they're gonna do it i'll take that over them doing it 
in Magic Kingdom in a more visual in our right. face way. I can't. Re- it's kind of tucked away at the it, World Showcase. In Disney Sea in uh, uh, Tokyo, Tokyo Disney Sea is having a whole Arendelle Land, I think, be built. Oh, bless the poor, poor yeah. park. Uh, Disney Sea is supposedly a wonderful park, and right, but gonna... I th- that's that's what I don't want in the U.S. Right. I would not like. Th- I think that's too much. It's just right, and and maybe if they built it five or ten years down the the like row, people might be more excited or like, oh, we're we're into this. But um, it's just, I I feel like you can't go anywhere without. It, it feels like that. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's as much as we think. I just think people have been hit lot, over the though. head. And children bought the merchant, you know, bought a lot of the merchandise, and then they they wear it around. So maybe they didn't buy it last week, but we still have to walk around and just see, like, oh, a frozen lunchbox, frozen right. headsets, frozen sneakers. You know, I think in in Disneyland right now, which is the thing I'm most familiar. There's the Frozen show at Fantasy Fair. There's a Frozen sing along at the Disney California Adventure. I think those are the only two frozen things right now that I can that I can think Which of. Which is enough. It could be changing, but yeah, that's that's enough. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And but we see the merchandise everywhere, and that's, that's yeah. I think I think on top of the merchandise, and and we know a sequel's on the way. Right. Whew, save us. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, it'll be nice to get something new. I, I, Frozen Maybe. Fever was wonderful because it was something new. I thought it was really cute. Yeah, I loved Frozen Fever. It was really Fever, cute, actually. but it was just nice to see something new. Yeah. Uh, it just, it's seeing something for those of us who have kids and wanted to watch it. That Frozen's a movie, by the way, that I, I think I saw five or six times in the theater. And not to get into why I, I saw it. I did see it twice in theaters yeah, I, or three times. We were on a cruise Ooh. where we saw it once. We saw it with my kids. There was a sing-along at the El Capitan here in Hollywood. Everybody got sick, so I took each kid's individual time to see it. It was so fun it. in the beginning. Yeah, you know? it was. It <laughs> we was. sound so well, jaded, but like, it's, 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 still a, fun. it's a great it's, movie it's and great music. too much now. Yeah, we just need a breather. Yeah, that's all. We got to go watch some Pixar movies or right. something. So Good dinosaur. Okay, okay so we have our, yeah. my three so and your two are in agreement. Your two. And I'm going to two, right? Great, yeah. All right. Um, this is one that that uh, is had a lot of uh, rumblings about uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean changes that happened at Disney World at Disneyland. The, there's two changes that happened over the years. Um, I'll go to the 2006 change, which added Jack Sparrow and Barbosa and Davy Jones to the ride. Um, I I frankly think I'll start off by saying that I think that the changes were, were good that the animatronics they added were really neat it fits in it doesn't really take away from the feel of the ride for me uh, maybe the one exception being the 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 Davy Jones mist curtain that you go through that's my favorite part yeah I, but I, I'm not saying I don't like it but I'm saying it does change it does oh, change the feel, the of the feel ride? in that spot because oh, I don't okay. think there's anything there I think there it before. enhances it that's fine anything, I'm, yeah. I'm okay with it I, I'm yeah. okay with it but I could see people have but everything the other changes having to do with the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, is it Caribbean or Caribbean? I always want to say... Pirates of uh, Caribbean. 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 Okay. I, I, if I say I Caribbean, forgive me. Sure. It's just lodged in my head. Um, they, I don't think it's a bad thing. But some people, the purists out there, probably weren't so happy about it. The other thing that uh, probably had more of an issue with, in 1997, they changed the scenes where the pirates were chasing the women around. And there's another pirate they call him i think the pooped pirate they often call him he's talking about finding a woman and let's share her and just an idea of possession and chasing so they they changed it now the women are chasing the pirates who have their jewelry it's you know it's in the i can't remember what the pooped pirate is talking about but it's not about you know getting this woman and having her for you know as a possession that was a bigger deal because it it, people felt it was a little bit pc it was the idea of the time that this is kind of how things were would go 
Uh, I guess I have mixed feelings about it. I, I think, it, yeah, okay, it doesn't send the best message to people, but I also think it's a, it's a piece stuck in a certain period where that's how pirates behaved, and it's not nice, and it is Disney, but that's what it was. That's how the ride was done. How, how do you feel about that? Yeah, um, I, well, I agree. I love I love all the the movie add ons. They never changed the the plot of the ride or that, so it wasn't anything that you're like, oh, the ride's entirely different. That's a t- that's a tough one. The the changes with the the pirates and the women. Yeah, I I definitely love sticking to historical and like how it would have been. Um, and maybe that's giving more credit to kids that they're gonna really even pick up on who's I, chasing I didn't, who. I didn't pick that's up on it. Yeah, kid. I'm like, I don't think the kids are. Really, I I definitely. Because when did they make those changes? 1997. Okay. I would have been pretty young. I'm like, hmm. I don't, but yeah. I was, but I, was I definitely young. wasn't like, oh, they changed now. Who's <laughs> chasing? Um, that's interesting. Yeah. So that's, I think, yeah, I think it's fine to keep it. Um, but you just, you hope that all parents, like if it did come up, all parents would would be like, like you or someone that's going to explain that right. this is historical. This is how things there used to be there was now ad- we don't do that there was an added thing on it that where there was a heavier set woman chasing a pirate in the, in the, and that one i could see a little bit more of being because you don't need that you don't I, I it's funny in its own way but the message the message that it sends is not so great so that change i could that I she maybe, was chasing him yeah she was to get she, a, hev- a heavy set woman was now chasing the pirate she was the one Woman that was chasing the pie, where the other pies were chasing these other, perhaps you know, svelte or skinnier mm-hmm. women around, and then the heavy set woman yeah. is chasing the pirate. That that one I can understand the change. I mean, you know, it's PC, but it, yeah, but, that's you know. well. But I mean, the, everyone in in olden times was of different figures, yeah. and I don't know. But I mean, that, that's but that would probably that like, would probably strengthen the case of why it's like okay, you it's could not go necessary. Go through the whole park and be like, oh, the dog is really thin, and the right. you know uh, he I, looks malnourished. The PC police, the PC yeah, police. yeah, you can take it really far. Yeah. I and mean, keep in mind, this is a this is a write about pirates back in the day, right? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. Well, to each their own. These are these are enjoy tough. the ride. These I love are, the mist. The mist is like, bomb. dot yeah. com. I love the it mist. It doesn't affect me. Doesn't always work. At Disneyland, I can't speak to Magic Kingdom because I haven't been in a while. Right, they just reopened. Uh, it was on refurbishment in the Magic so, Kingdom. Mm, fingers crossed, we'll it'll be working in January. We'll see when you go. Yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> number one, your number one, Briars. My number one is the closing of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in Magic Kingdom, and this is to go shoot straight to the nostalgia. I I love that ride. Um, out of all the ones in Fantasyland, all the dark. Rides. Do you like the one in Disneyland? My favorite, yes. And okay. so I, I, it is still in Disneyland, um, so I feel like I can get my fix now, but I wanted to speak up. I wanted to speak on behalf of the Magic Kingdom one. Mainly, too, what's most upsetting is that it closed to be replaced by Winnie the Pooh. And I, I can't remember specifically the Winnie the Pooh ride in Magic Kingdom, but I know the one in Disneyland and it is not a good ride. It is yeah. a poorly done, like they skimped on the budget or something went wrong. That ride is a lot of like, it looks like a, a little bit of like a pro- science project. Or not a science project, I guess, like an art project. I like the exterior to the ride, but the interior oh, of the yeah. ride is, is and just... The, and the beehives that you sit in the, are fabulous. Yeah. This little seats. But you go in and it's a lot of like flat cutouts, right. minimal... I don't know if it was the time that they made it. Right. it well, there's no technological advancements. I don't know. I don't know if that's the one at. Uh, I don't think I've ever been I in would the, guess the Disney the same. World. They tend to use the same yeah. maps and things. I, I 
I thought about that one. I also thought about doing Snow White's Scary Adventures for the mine train car. But those two, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and Snow White's Scary Adventures, are still at Disneyland. So while right. it was a loss, I feel like it still people, exists. For, you know, I don't. You're I right. Don't, I think most Americans aren't like, oh, I can split my time between the parks. You're right. That's the only one they have to go to. So I, I did. I looked at Snow White. I felt. Like Snow White was more justified. I haven't been on the new ride, but it looks like it was being replaced for a very cool ride. Whereas I think the the tough pill to swallow here is like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is being closed for a a bad ride. Right. I'm gonna go and say it. I hope right. I, for all those Winnie the Pooh fans out there who love the ride, the five and under crew, I apologize. Right. right. Well, my kids like the Winnie oh. the Pooh ride, but it's that's <laughs> it's just it's not, not my favorite. So great. It's not. No, yeah. It's not and very Disney. It feels small. And mm-hmm. and and I to, get off it, and I'm kind of like I. Didn't need yeah. to do that. That's those are the changes. And Mr. Toad was a fun, crazy yeah, Mr. ride. Mr. Toad and in, in right. yeah, it's got so it's so much character and so specific. I agree. And the outside of it, how it looks like, I agree. It's engraved with him, or right. he's like cut in stone. That's it's a big number so one well for done. you. That's that's not what I would have guessed uh, a number one for you. I felt I, that passionate okay. about it to make it my number one. Interesting. Long live Mr. Toad. Well, that's... isn't his? Isn't there's? I think they. I when I was reading up on it, they they pay homage to him in that dang they Winnie the Pooh ride. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said you said. Well, that. They had... you're like that's very common. They, <laughs> no, they, I know they, it is. They but do that a lot. Yeah. Just wanted to say yeah. I thank you, Disney, for keeping the sacred ground of Mr. Toad. You know, even though it's been ruined. Do you know the tribute in uh, in the Winnie the Pooh in Disneyland? Right. Is it the one where you have to look back? Right, and in, who do you see? And you see the head, someone's head, of head. A, um, not a moose. Yeah, buff, it is a moose. buffalo, buff, from Country Bear Jamboree, the Country Bear. Okay, okay. Yeah, we might have talked about this in a previous. I can't oh, we remember. Ha- I don't know. I can't I, remember. I'm pretty sure we haven't. But yeah, it hasn't come up. But I had a, I had a friend tell me about that, and yeah. that's my favorite part of riding the Winnie the Pooh ride is just looking for See, that head. Seeing the the head. I'm only so animals. focused on that. I'm like, right. forget about this. This honey, drugged up. You also just feel like you're a little bit on drugs. The the heffalump, huffalump, heffalump, whatever part oh, of it. That, where yeah, where he because he he like o- overdoses on honey. Yeah, that's the storyline. Pretty much. I like this we've is turning take, in a hole. We we've taken a dark, dark <laughs> turn here on the Disney Click. Right. I apologize. If you have your take on dark turns, uh, tweet us at, at the Disney honey. Click. Okay, yeah, don't eat too much. My my number one. Is um, I went back and forth on this one, where to put this one, but ultimately I think this was a number one. Brian, you ready to flame me here? They changed and well, Walt I'm Disney. I'm ready as I'll ever be. I Let's know. see. They changed the uh, the Tiki Room in 1998 in Disney World in Magic Kingdom to under new management with uh, you know Ago and and Zazu, was it Zazu? Zazu, Zazu from the Lion King. Yes. It briefly had some excitement. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. Worse than it already is? Wow, well, I can't imagine. Some of us don't think it's that bad. But yes, it was worse than what it already is. It was wow. cheesy. It was it was Gilbert Gottfried's cheesy. voice the was... Cheesy? The Tiki Room? Oh. Cheesier, cheesier bad. Not cheesy good like the Tiki Room is now. Cheesy bad. Like you have Gilbert Gottfried's voice just screaming at you and they sing... He does a song... Um, a friend like me, he does his own version of a friend like me from Aladdin, and it's just, all the charm is sucked out of the Tiki Room. I know there's no there's no charm now. Don't even say well, it, but but it just it was it was bad. And and what year did this happen? I'm just curious. 1998, and it went it went back oh, in uh, okay. it went back to in to 2011. It went back to the original version. So they kept it a while. Well, but the fact is, they changed it back. They no, but they that's don't a do long time. Yeah. Well. I mean, and I think this they, was in b- at both Tiki Rooms? No, only at uh, 
Magic Kingdom. Okay. But Disneyland okay. always stayed the same, thankfully. So I definitely saw it with the the bad version. So that could have messed me When's up. When's the last time you've seen the Disneyland version of the Tiki Room? It's been a while. How long? Because I've avoided it. How long? I... Have you been? To, have, when's the last time you've seen it? Uh oh, I think we have a controversy here. Maybe 2012. So you saw it that one time. Are you sure? You don't seem so sure about. I know. This. No, I'm just not sure of the year because I was, seen it since I was you came forced back, to go once. Here. Yeah, okay. forced to go. Here we go again. So it was changed since then. No, it's or it was the never same changed. One. No, the Disneyland version was never changed. Okay. The controversy is they changed it to under new management, and it was horrible. It really, really, really was bad. I saw it. I I came out of there being like, wow, this crying. is crying. I don't think I was crying, but Got I some dull whip to console I was not, yourself. I was not eager to go back. And the the exterior is the exterior of the Tiki Room in Walt Disney World, Magic Kingdom is very cool too. It just they just well, it's a better park. Destroyed it. <sighs> Just setting yes. setting okay. up our yeah. so listeners we, maybe for the yeah. future. Um, anyway, so we'll uh, we'll uh, agree to disagree on this okay. on this controversy. So. Sounds good. Yeah, great top five though. It was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting, and we we have a lot of agreement. Yeah, we'll leave it to the end to. I found to not most agree. of ours was people being feeling things were controversial that I was like, oh, you know, I thought that was a good change. Yeah, you had different things that I that I was thinking, of, but our only overlap was. The frozen, frozen vacation of... Frozen. Yeah. Well, I feel like it gets a bad rap. It almost has gone the other way. It's almost swung the other way of, of being now like, it's not a bad so movie. Now people so negative. Yeah, it's like, well, we need to remember where this all started. Yeah, and it, it was a good a, movie. It's a good movie. It's just, it's just been overdone. That's, that's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, let's okay. do our next thing. Next up, make your case. Okay, so for this next segment, it's a little open-ended, but Rick and I are just going to share some... Things that we are defensive about when it comes to Disney. So anything that maybe if a friend brings it up or you hear someone talking about it, we kind of get on the defensive and have a lot to say. Do you want to start us off or I can't either way? Uh, doesn't matter to me. Why don't you, why don't you, you want me to start? All yeah, right, I'll you start. go I'll for start. it. Simple. These are, these are just general things. Uh, and one thing that, that I've heard people say is that the, um, the food at the park stinks. I hear that a lot. <laughs> now, now there's, there's. I'm not sure why you're laughing, but, but let me state my, my little, my little thing here, and then you know, I don't know if you had this or not, but um, I think people, what people are saying, is that the food is so expensive. I always, when I hear that, I don't think people are saying this food is awful, considering that it is basically banquet mass-produced food. I think they do an incredible job in a lot of spots. Some of it is. There's some parts that aren't so great. Okay, but you know the Tomorrowland Terrace restaurant, yeah, the, the burgers and whatever, it's just so so. The the stuff in Fantasyland, it's once in the Standard Burgers Fair, eh, it's just okay. But they do a lot of good things, and I feel like the people who say that haven't really tried a lot of the the different places, like the Paradise Garden Grill uh, in California Adventure, uh, Flo's Via Cafe, um, Blue Bayou. And some of the, the vendor foods are, are really quite delicious. And, and once again, I, I feel like people are just saying, I cringe a little because I feel like people are saying, for what I'm paying, it's not good food. That's how I feel. What's that? <laughs> for how, think, what I'm paying? Yeah, I think for how much you pay um, in like the war for something, it's, it's what is it, like almost $15 maybe it's, for like it's a, a bread lot. bowl. Yeah. And I think but is it part bad? of it too, yeah, it's not, it's, not, it's not great. I think for that much money, you could get a solid meal in so many other places. But, it, but is the food, if you put that food up to something something else. That you paid the same amount for? 
the the bread bowl. No, let's say you didn't pay anything for it. You put that that bread bowl, soup or salad or whatever, against something else of Where? similar. Just outside of the park. A and, similar and not, value? No, you're not paying anything for it. It's just the food as it is. I, yeah, I wouldn't say. I would say it's not as good. But I do I do defend uh, the food. I think there are some some niche restaurants like Blue Bayou and stuff that, mm. again, again, you're paying more for them, but then they are, they're very good. So it's like you're paying what you would pay at like a super fancy place elsewhere and then getting like... Two dollar signs worth of food. If you compare the food to other theme park food, how do you think it it ranks? Because then all definitely the much better. Definitely better. Definitely better. But we're also paying more to get in initially. Sure. Mean, the parks themselves, well, that, which yeah. I am defensive about. Which transitions would you like me? Sure, okay. of course. Yeah. So my first thing is the um, the price of the the park tickets is um, something I get really defensive about because I have friends that see the price and they scoff and they're like, oh, Disney is so overrated. They just charge so much. Um, but I, I disagree. I've been to um, Six Flags out here and it's way cheaper. Um, and I felt like I got it, it equated. I got my, I forget what it was, $30, $40, $50 worth. And I felt like I was getting $50 worth and it was not a great park experience. I didn't want to stay the whole day. Disney, you get there and you want to stay until midnight. So if you get there at 8 o'clock, you're getting, what, 16 hours in the park. Right. Um, I think in terms of bang for your buck and the fireworks and just everything and the the what the rides, the detail of the rides, you, you can't get anywhere else. I, I think with the recent price increases, this is very timely because uh, – I do think that although it's starting to get prohibitively, prohibitively expensive, your dollar-for-dollar dollar entertainment value from a Disney park is far greater than, let's say, going to like the State Fair or another park. Mm-hmm. They change things Absolutely. up. They do a lot of things. There's a, there's a lot of rides. A lot of, not a lot of that time can be spent waiting in line, but they just do things to a level that I think, while there is a premium for sure, it, you know, for you go to the state fair. I say this all the time. You go to a state for fair. The the cost is cheap to get in, but you probably spend five, six bucks, oh, seven gosh. bucks on on oh. each ticket to go on a ride. At and least. the food is definitely Terrible. the same the same cost as as Disney. What you're paying maybe for a little it's just, too, like three or five may, dollars maybe, for like. Maybe, but you're but, not. But it's like terrible. Yeah, food. and there's not the extras. It's basically there's very few extras that you have. Disneyland is kind of a, a one – it's not one price because you're paying for food and, and they're, they're add-ons for sure. But there's so much to do that you mm-hmm. can go without spending any more money if you if you want to. Mm-hmm. And I think people think that – I mean, Disney, they're out to make money, obviously. They, you know, they're a business. But I think people think, oh, they're just jacking up the prices because they can. But I think, you know, part of it, you look and the, the crowds only increase every year. So people are still buying the ticket. People still see it as – and they want to keep the crowds at a certain level. So there's some crowd control. Um so I, I don't I, they're also using that money and, and putting it into the parks. We see that with the refurbishments yeah. they do consistently. They they take care of the rides. You can go to some other places. And you can see that they've let things go, right. and they just and Disney does not do that. So. Let, let's be clear. I do think that Disney could put more money back into the parks, but they are a business. So let's not lose sight of that fact. That while they we love do. and I mean, have we, attachments, we don't know. It's got to be they could put very more. Expensive. They're they're there to make money for their shareholders. They. They could put more money in. It's okay that they don't. I understand mm-hmm. it's a business. I'm not. I'm not rallying against it is that. It's a business, and yeah, we can't. I think they could really fault them for that, right? I think they could have kept their annual passes the same price, and they would have been fine. I really do. But I people are going to pay it. But with the annual line. passes, I was going to say too. Even if if people are just complaining so much that it costs so much, you can do the lowest annual pass 
and you can do a very affordable monthly payment that's not bad, you know, as much as people pay that's, or less. That's assuming you have the time to go on a weekday, basically. I mean, it's not so easy. Right, right, right. right? So right. there's, it's, yeah. it's not so flexible. I, yeah. I get both sides of it. I, I do think that it's, it's expensive, but if almost everyone I've seen that's like scoffed at it, then once they've paid the price they and get it. gone, they totally get right. it. And that's the thing. I think it's people making that judgment before they've even been in the park. Right. And that's why it gets so defensive. And, and what you're what you're saying, what we're saying leads into another uh, defensive. Right? It's, it's just flowing here. Is is the idea that Disney is the evil empire. I, I hear that quite a bit. That it what makes Disney any different than the GE, the Apple, the the Google, the you know Procter and Gamble, whatever you want. Their their job is to sell you product and make money. They are not. I don't think they're any they're less more or less heartless to be than anybody else. else. Though they're not claiming like, oh, we're not commercial. Well, I think it gets think. confused. I think it gets confused because they are about providing dreams and hopes and a wonderful experience for their for their customers. And people confuse that with meaning, well, we're not. You guys shouldn't be charging money for the privilege to do that. And that's just not the case. They are a business. They are a big corporation and it is their job to their shareholders to make money they need to continue to provide the best possible experience you know possible but that doesn't mean that they don't have a right to to get what they can and, and i think people mistake that sometimes because it's disney that they're supposed to be happy fun cheap land and that's not yeah, what, they, that's not what yeah. they are and then you lose that quality that we love so much that kind of goes into i was thinking too people complain about it being too commercial I had written that down and I think it's like it's it almost feels like they're getting like penalized for being so popular. Right. It's like sorry that people go and then it does well and people like it. It's it's this double edged sword. Yeah. It's like you can't there's there is a huge nostalgia factor and it's been around a long time. But then it's continually has people going back and it has crazy crowds. Right. So you just have to let that go and be like, we're going to enjoy it for what it yeah, is. I'm, and I'm sorry, dod- people like it. I'm dodging the, the Frozen reference when you said let that go. Yeah, oh, I'm just sorry. I just, well, just kind of yeah, went into it. There it, it is. I, 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 that is a big thing for me because, once again, I'll say you can say the evil empire about so many different corporations. And I'm sure people say it about Apple or Microsoft. I, I know they do, but there's just a much more of an attachment with Disney and families and little kids and, and happiness. People love to attack, yeah. d- they to just attack do. Disney. Not yeah. everybody, but a lot of people No, yeah, do. there are people out people there do. that are like, oh, it's so, right. it's so much your money. And, um, right. But I, yeah, did okay. you have another? I, well, I, do, I have another. Would you have another one Another one to talk about? Because um, I, got, I got another one. If you, you, you go, and then I can do okay. one. Okay, I have. This is a simple one. This is a type of person at, at the parks. Uh, the stop in the middle of the... The park walker, and it's not a Disney defensive. It's it's hard to apply it exactly, but but I've been with people who just are lost or confused. They stop to tie their shoe, and there I get very kind of annoyed at people who just stop in the middle of the pathway and just like. It sounds know. a little like an annual pass person, maybe, maybe. Because I didn't know there was a stigma against people with annual passes. There that is go and have this like. And we can, I mean, that's that's you and I. We're both annual pass right. holders. Full disclosure. But but would you stop in a crowded parking, a crowded mall? Would you stop right in the middle in this this tight packed? Would you just stop, make a sudden stop to look at a map? No, or? but there are people who would in a mall. So yeah. I think it's. I don't think it's a Disney or non Disney thing. Right. I think it's a it's a someone's missing like a something in their head, like a cog. They in don't their head. think about it or something. Yeah, it's like a human yeah. thing. You're just like know. this guy is not. I get smart. very right. I get very. Def- I guess this is an anti-defensive thing. I get very defensive of people who don't have an issue with when somebody just stops in the middle of the pathway. That that's something I get very defensive. Like 
Well, move out of the way, yeah, please. Move yeah, to the like side. The yeah. yeah, I think it's just a re- like a human nature respect right. thing. Yeah. There definitely is a way you should move or like, I like to ask for the front on a lot of rides. Right. But I try to do that. You go up to a cast member. I try to do that with like so much respect to them. And I know that they're trying to get people through. I don't want to be like, oh, I want the front. So I always ask nicely. I always let them know that I'm willing to wait two or three cars, you know, if it's like... um or like the back on uh, Thunder Mountain is the back's the best. Some trivia, I think it has the little kick. I agree. And I'll wait for it, but I always, I'll wait. I'm like, I'm willing to wait. I don't want to put you out. Right. And you don't have to like accommodate me right now. So I think you can do things like that in, right. a, in a nice way and still be humane about it. Right, right. So and that's that's a little one for me. What about what about yours? Uh... Um, that there are not enough um, big kid rides in the parks. That's a big, <laughs> and and I wouldn't I wouldn't go on the defensive and be like, oh my gosh, there's so many. But I think there are some. I think people think there are none. That it's just entirely for little kids. Some people, some very. I don't think there's. I don't think there's any huge, hugely thrilling rides in the in the park. No, like but a big um, some people are Tower of Terror are genuinely like think that's really scary. Right. Or and California Screaming. California Screaming. Um, and Radiator Springs Racers, although not scary, but it yeah. has so so. Then that goes to my my defense, though, is like okay, so yes, it doesn't have the Six Flags, the scare factor. My huge, my big defense though is that what Disney brings to the table cannot be matched anywhere, and that is the the ride quality and how that starts from the moment you step into the queue, how the cast members are dressed, the entire queue getting on, you're fully immersed, and that cannot be replicated right. I mean, that's unique to them and other places have tried to do it <clears throat> universal that was an intentional <clears throat> cough at universal <laughs> they've tried so. it yeah it's um, copied i, I, I do think i do think that people a little bit of a counterpoint which that i do think people are right that there's not not big thrills at disney at the disney parks but i also don't think that that's what the parks are if you want yeah, to go for not, the roller coaster, they're not going out there being like, "Oh, we're trying to scare yeah. you." Yeah, yeah, and, and that's perhaps what I like about the parks. There was a time and place that I really loved roller coasters, and I still can do roller coasters. I just can't do them as often as I once could. I just I get dizzy with age, just your inner ear thing. It just it's one of the things about getting older. So I appreciate what Disney is that I can do all the rides and have very little and not problems. have pain. Or yeah, feel just, nauseous. you know, I mean, maybe a little bit of motion sickness after Star Tours back a little bit achy after Matterhorn, but nothing that I can't, nothing that ruins my day, nothing that takes me out of it for an hour. Just, it's fun. It's still fun to me. So I, I agree with that. I have a, another defensive Disney, but I, I'm going to let it go because I think it's going to be a longer discussion. I'll just, okay. I'll hint, hint at it. You're going to let it go? I'm going to let it go. I, I'm going to hint just at let it. let it go. I'm afraid we're going to get into this. No, I'm not going to mention it. It, stay strong. Yeah, I'm going to stay strong because <laughs> okay. I know once we get it, we're going to have to talk about it. So I apologize for even bringing it up. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. I'm good. I feel like I've defended my I've, park. We might we might revisit this this topic uh, later on because <sighs> there's there's I think a lot of things that that could be brought up and to Breyer's uh, chagrin there's there are things that I I feel uh, defensive about. We'll get into you. That. I'm shocked. Oh, no way. All right. Get ready for stump Breyer's. So last but not least. We have a, uh, a quick. Briar's always I'm talked sweaty. about her I'm love, nervous. her love of Pixar and particularly Toy Story. Now, I, I really love Pixar, and Toy Story is one of the things we really agree on. But I, I'm not a big trivia guy. Certainly not with the animated films and and uh, you know the Pixar or otherwise. But I, I think I think Briar is 
uh, is is about to prove her 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 knowledge here. She's looking or at me lack here. thereof. <laughs> she said she's I'm like you're setting me up. I know this. I feel like this is the setup for failure. This is. I do. I love Pixar, regardless of what happens. Okay. I feel in my heart. I've watched all the commentaries of the movies. I feel good about that. Okay, so this is this is just a short quiz based on Toy Story, the Toy Story films. A lot about, about there are Easter five eggs, of those, right? And five Toy Story yeah. films. Yeah, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I caught like, you though. Oh my god! Well, no, god. I thought you were talking about the specials, the Toy Story oh, Terrace. Okay, see, I think are those included in the trivia? There is not, but okay. wouldn't there be five of those if you include that? Have there been two? No, Toy there's Sto- been more. There's been um, Toy Story of Terror, right. and then. Um, is it the land that time forgot? Like, yes, the land that time forgot. Okay, what am I There's forgetting? been um, the one with Rex. That's a party source Rex. Oh, was and that then, was that a whole short? Was that a whole uh, it, yeah, show short. on ABC? Um, no, it was on ABC. Oh, you're I'm talking about only just stuff. They aired yeah, on, oh, just they, yeah, well, I was including. No, yeah, I'm talking. But about what the if it went hour. to theaters before as a short? No, I thought. Uh, well, I mean, well, this is semantic. Semantic here. Semantic okay. here. But that's why and when you said the Hawaiian vacation, when you said five, I thought you meant no. I was the being three. sarcastic. There are gotcha. three. You there's being a fourth sarcastic? coming? What? Never. Okay. So so nervous. So here we go. I just want to get one right. That's here we my go. goal for myself. I, th- I think there's one you're definitely going to get right. I think there's are you more. Starting you're gonna get right. easy or are you starting uh, with like a soft? I don't start any soft I, lob. What's I, the term? I'm not going to be easy. This is the Disney okay. click. You you're supposed to know your your Toy Story I'm stuff so. here. Okay. All right. Several books on Andy's shelf feature previews. Previous Pixar short titles such as Knickknack, Red Stream, and Tin Toy. The Tin Toy book also reads what? The author's name. John Lasseter? Yeah, Lasseter. Lasseter. Lasseter, yep. Is that the question? That was the answer. Oh. Lasseter. Oh, yeah. Yep. That Doesn't, okay. Rick seems disappointed that no, I got I thought, it right. I actually thought, I actually thought you were going to get that one right. That's one I thought oh, you were going to get right. Oh, great. Okay. Well, okay. Well, this okay. one I think you're going to get right too. I have faith in you. All right? <laughs> I don't have faith in myself. The desk lamp and ball in Toy Story are from what Pixar short? Luxo Jr.? That's right. Okay. Correct. All right. You're, you're, you're keeping it. All right. So I think you'll get this one, really too. Really high. I think you'll get this one, too. I have faith. Okay. What, what Mickey Mouse item is on Andy's wall? Is it a watch or yeah. a clock? Giant watch. It's, okay. a, it's a giant watch. Yeah. Got, I, I had that watch growing up. Oh. No kidding. It was on my wall for many, many years in my Love so it's, that. It's a, it's a watch. It looks like a watch. Looks like a wrist, it looks like a wrist watch. Yeah, looks like a wrist on watch. I had one of those. That's one of my so favorite cool. things growing up. Love that. That's a little trivia about yeah, Rick. Just so cool. This one you will get. <laughs> don't say that anymore. No, this one you will get. Because when you're, I don't get out. it, it's going to be awkward. Okay. What is the number on the license plate of Andy Mom's car? Can you pronounce it right? That's the other thing. A113. You got it. Okay. And that is a reference to the classroom where Lasseter and some other California Institute of the Arts. Arts, Yeah. Yep. That's one of well that's one of my favorite trivia about the movie. They put A one thirteen. I'm I'm throwing a couple in here that I thought Briar should should get. Some soft but yeah. This is one this is one I'm not sure. This this is one let's see. I don't know either. All right. Zerg's robots that appear in Buzz Lightyear, uh, attack on Zerg at the beginning of Toy Story Two. Have eye scanners that are a tribute to what sci-fi show? Oh gosh, wait his his what again? Zerg's robots. When his he robots. when he lands on the uh-huh. planet, he lands on the planet. And all those robots is the beginning. I know, beginning and of I Toy can't Story even two. think of like shows. And their Star eyes. Trek. No. I have no idea. No. Yeah, I thought I might stump you on this one. Cause I yeah I don't even know. Yeah, do you know what it is, Mason? Uh, if I could see a picture, I certainly. Oh okay, that's all right. So it's it's Battlestar Galactica. 
The, si- the Cylons uh, okay. have the, the red dots that go. I used to love that as a kid. I think it might be a, a generation thing. because Yeah, because I never cause even I watched that. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone out there. The, the, old, the old school show. Love Disturbed. It. All right. I thought that was that might be one you, you might not get. All right? Not but a real I, fan. I can't, I can't, I can't ever watch a Toy Story movie I can't again. give you all softballs here, all no, right? It's fine. It's fine. What characters from A Bug's Life appear in Al's abstract painting? What characters from A Bug's Life oh, appear gosh, in Al's I know abstract that I, painting? I know Heimlich walks across the leaf earlier in the movie. In Toy Story 2 you're talking about. Correct. Al's Toy Barn. Hmm. The owner of Al's, Al's Toy Barn. Is it, is it some of the circus bugs? Or is it Flick? Not Flick. Ooh. The circus bugs are It's closer. the circus bugs. Um, is it the spider? Nope. P.T. Flea? Nope. I don't know. Tuck and Roll and Dot. I know that's not really a yeah, 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 but tuck and roll, tuck and roll are. Right? So tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. Okay. It's an abstract. Go online. You can see. Look up. It's it's a real abstract kind of painting. But in his office there. at the it's at the Al's store. Store. Yeah. It's very. I I never noticed before. Yeah. I, There's a lot of Bugs Life online. stuff in yeah. Toy Story Two. Yeah, I well, knew about some other ones. Well, Toy but. Story Two is like it's one of the only. It was it went Toy Story, Bugs Life, Toy Story Two. Right? Is that how it went? Yeah. So, so there's all only, they had to reference is Bugs Life, which is funny. Yeah. So I had to take a lot of those questions out. This is one of my favorites here. Uh, <laughs> this is from Toy Story 3. What's Sid's job in Toy Story 3? Oh, he's a trash collector. Yeah. Garbage man. <gasps> yes. He has the yes. skull shirt, right? It's uh-huh. the same The same guy who voiced, kid who voiced Sid voices him. There you go. That's one of my like favorite. Right? That's from the director's commentary. These aren't too hard, right? For some fans such as yourself? That's um, not too bad. No, those other ones are pretty tough. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. What's... The ones more. I missed, I mm-hmm. think, were hard. What's... Let's see if you get this one. What's the number on the train in the opening of Toy Story 3, and what is it a reference to? It's 95, and it's a reference to the year that Toy Story 1 came out. Yep. I, as soon as you got the number, I knew you'd get the reference. But the question was, yeah. how'd you know that? how do you know that one? Um, I, I forget if I, because I, I know that they're so specific with their number choices. So I feel like when I saw the film the first time, I was like, 95 has to mean something. And I was like, I think that's the year. But I also, anything with Toy Story 3, it has... I recommend an excellent director's commentary where they love to like be very open about all right, that. Right. Right. Oh, good. And they definitely said that. Last one. That. You you officially got a passing grade no matter what. Okay. Well, I feel like I got a B B plus maybe. Yeah, I think B so. B minus. I think we'll so. See. Uh, in and I think you'll get this one mm. because this is a Toy Story three one. In Toy Story three, there's a postcard on Andy's wall, uh, on his bulletin board from what Pixar characters. Let me read that again. Oh. Did you understand that? In, yeah, in Toy yeah, Story yeah, 3, there's a postcard on Andy's bulletin board from which Pixar characters? From Fred and Ellie in Up. Who's Fred? Not Fred. <laughs> That's not even... The, the characters from Up. Car- Carl. Carl. Carl and Ellie from Up. I didn't up. think so. Right. Carl and Fred. I don't know. Interesting. Fred also sounds like an older... I feel like Very I've done good. that before. I, 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 I knew it was the Up characters. I told Briars. I only told Briars ahead of time, and she did not... She did not do any research on this. I only I told her know. that I was going to do. Uh, it was going to be a Toy Story thing, and it was going to be a lot Easter egg heavy. And that's but all to she, be that's fair, all. out of all the Pixar movies, I know the most about Toy Story. Well, I wanted and to, the least. So you gave me thank you. We will do. We will you. do this again, and we will <laughs> choose something, something that you know you know less about. But I wanted to ease and, you into it, and uh, possibly I'll. We'll, I'll we'll quiz see. you. We'll have to find a good Stump subject. Stump Rick. It has a good ring yeah. to it. And we'll have to figure out a good good subject. So mm. that's it, guys. If you have any uh, questions or comments, uh, Twitter, at the Disney Click. Instagram, hashtag the Disney Click. Uh, at the Disney at Click. At the Disney Click. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Use the hashtag top five Disney Click this to is share what your own top five. 
This is what Briars does the does the social media. You know, I like I to watch Rick do it. Get it wrong I enjoy every time. Watching him yes. squirm a little. All right, it's thank fun. you very much. You're Shut very up. welcome. We had a I had a great time. I can't speak yeah, for Briars. But... I had a great time. Surprisingly, oh. with so much well, with so much controversy and things, you know, I read negativity. Exactly. Okay. I enjoyed it. Very nice. And I'm my nerves are gone after that. Okay. I'm sorry we Nail had to make you wait through the whole trivia. show to, to get there. All right, guys, have a magical week. Uh, we hope you join us next time. Take care. The Disney Click is a Meltdown Presents production. Produced by Terry Luberoff and Mason Booker. Audio engineer, the miracle worker, Mason Booker. With your hosts, Rick Luberoff and Briars Newman. Our theme song, King of the Swingers, is performed by the Swing Ninjas and provided by freemusicarchive.org. Jazzy Frenchie is our break music and can be found on binsound.com. End credit music, Dill Pickles, is performed by the Heftone Banjo Orchestra and provided by freemusicarchive.org. Don't forget to tweet us at the Disney Click. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Disney Click. Use the hashtag Top5DisneyClick to share your own Top 5. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.